<laughs> the audio just Malibu Dan <laughs> Malibu Dan Episode 6 Tell me more Tell me more That's the name of it And uh <laughs> I forgot that was the name of the the episode and mm-hmm. you wanted me to tell you more yeah i did <laughs> tell me more did she put up a fight isn't that uh is that Ooh. your favorite line in that song because it is mine rough lyric <laughs> a rough movie from a very <laughs> a bygone era <laughs> yeah we all miss that era well you said it not me <laughs> <laughs> danny zuko never drugged Anything. No, John Travolta is not the kind of guy who. Ah, uh, you know what? I don't even want to. I can't even confidently say what I'm about to say, so I'm not going to say it. <laughs> I meant the character Danny Zuko. Yeah, uh, in the fifties, I think Danny Zuko maybe wouldn't, <laughs> maybe wouldn't drug a woman with drugs, but he'd probably get her liquored up enough to like to make a move on her. That's my theory yeah. on Danny Zuko. And they had no idea what lewds did back then. They were just flowing like butter. Oh. <laughs> I thought you said they have no they had no idea what lube did back then. It's like, well, <laughs> did they well, have that's it? That's true too. Yeah, for sure. Olive oil. That's what they used back then. Hey, what up everyone? Yeah. It's early morning and we're recording <laughs> just to see what morning energy is like. And guess what? It's freaking weird. <laughs> I'm drinking orange juice. Yeah. I almost said nipples very early. You just did. <laughs> 145 yeah, into the episode in reference to me saying nipples which is completely different that's true can you say anything you want as long as you're referencing something else as long as you're saying it in yeah. reference to as long as it's not prick mm-hmm. or um ship mm-hmm. go on list other words that list words you could say if you were saying them in reference to other things anal <sighs> Ooh, okay, all right, moving on. Welcome to Malibu Dan, the family man, <laughs> midweek freak treat. This is episode six. Tell me more, tell me more. Uh, this is the weirdest freaking episode of this show so far. Yeah, and I have nothing but normal things to say about it. <laughs> Agreed. So this episode opens like all episodes open with the pure boys prayer. No, this episode opens with uh, on the set of Wake Up Malibu. And uh, it opens with um, Holiday St. Clair looking directly into the camera, which was very <laughs> uncomfortable for like for me watching. <laughs> Those eyebrows are so uh, just darting right <laughs> into your face. Yeah, they're sharp. Sharp, sharp, sharp. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, remember you used to do a joke where you just said the word sharp a lot? Good times. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I was wondering if you were going to pick up on that. It was a it was a weird time. Yeah, of course it was. It was all all our comedy was done at nine thirty in the morning, and uh, <laughs> we're just very we're having a great time. That's all. God, this episode's coming so that, out like three weeks from when we record it. <laughs> like, who knows what the world will be like then? Uh, probably done. Hopefully, hopefully Roger Stilts, the cheese puff man, takes over. Oh, true enough. And, yeah, yeah. Well. Yeah, Roger Stiltz is the is the guest. He's a collector of cheese puffs, and he's a freaking idiot from the looks of him. Yeah, he looks like a weird, frail Orville Redenbacher, but with orange. <laughs> like if Orville Redenbacher and the Six Flags guy had a baby together, 
that's who this guy looks like. And, like, had an age dysmorphia thing where he was, like, just brittle and old mm. is weird. He was like a Benji Button. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they would have a Benji Button. Yeah, well, yeah, of course. If two old mascots have a child together, it automatically becomes a Benji Button. That's that's a law written in the in the annals of history. See? Worked it, worked uh, it in. See? Yeah. And that's what I meant by anal. Of course. Yeah, the yeah. yeah, of course. <laughs> Dan is not there. Dan isn't on set. Everyone else is on set. This is their pre this is before the show starts. Everyone's hanging out with Roger Stilts and um <laughs> And and Arlen is freaking yep. out that Dan isn't there, like rightfully so. I, I like, mm-hmm. although the based on this episode, I go, is this show not filmed live? Like, is this not a live morning show? Because they keep talking about like we have to film tomorrow's episode and blah blah blah. It's like, well, what is happening then? Well, he says uh, three minutes to air, and I think right. you only say that if it's live. <laughs> three minutes until we record to air. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> but so, it seems that uh, the only part of this show is an interview. They do one interview, yeah. and then it's done. I, one 30 to 40 second interview, and then the show's <laughs> over. Because, <laughs> like, with the. Because that's the fir- that's If Dan isn't there, then that means this is the start of the show. <laughs> like, yeah. they, they haven't been doing the show without him. <laughs> like, it's just. So they're going to open, hey, Malibu, good morning. We're here with Roger Stiltz, a cheese puff collector. It's 5.30. Can you, why are, in the morning, why are you here? That's what I like to watch interviews, though. As, like, is proven by our weird energy. That's when you feel, like, the weirdest in the day. Yeah, we should be, like, radio morning hosts. We should be, like, uh, like well, I can't say their names because that'll reveal what city we're in, but we should be, like, a morning zoo crew. That's who we should be, playing farts Well, sound now effects. people know we're in a city. Thank. Well, they don't know that. that. I mean, we could be in, like, <clears throat> I don't know, Haiti. Maybe we're with Becca in Haiti right now. Maybe we should do a morning show for Haiti. Maybe if Pure Flix throws a little bit of money our way, we'll do a morning show for them. A blessed morning show every morning. Wake up world with yeah, Zach and that's John. That's how we will contribute to the uh, rebuilding of Haiti. Mm, yeah. <laughs> By every morning screaming, good morning, Haiti! <laughs> Cut. Uh, Arlen is furious that Dan isn't on set. So he's, like, on the phone with him being like, if you're not here in the next 30 seconds, you're fired. It's like, bro, like, that's, (laughs) come on. That's a little extreme. You're not going to fire Malibu Dan the family man from the Malibu Dan show. He's the heart of the show. You can't fire him, even if he's 10 minutes late. Even if he doesn't doesn't show up at all. What are you going to (laughs) do? Like, you were going to fire Holiday St. Clair three episodes ago. Yeah, he comes in with like a uh just a button down shirt and pants. I think he should have come in topless. <laughs> I need a shirt. Give me your shirt, Arlen. And then Arlen just spends the rest of the episode shirtless with a mic taped oh, to his chest. Pro- he's probably way too hairy for that type of scene. And he's got way too much like booze bloat. Like his body just doesn't <laughs> look good. Yeah, where your nipples look all weird. Yeah, he's one nipples inverted, the other nipples puffy. 
<laughs> what do you what, well i mean i say one's puffy but it's pierced as well so they're like well we can't have that on pure flakes we can't have a man with pierced nipples on pure flakes he can wear them under his shirt but he's not allowed to show them on on the actual you know site that's too much yeah if he had he was shirtless they'd probably have to get some like nipple uh tassels or something to place on his nipples yeah. to make him look normal are there like nipple pasties that just have nipples on them there's got to be right. That's right? yeah. That's got to be the. It's got to be a thing already. It's probably a number one seller. <laughs> when you want to look nude, but you don't want to show your actual nips, get these <laughs> yeah. nipple nipple that nip pasties. It goes nipple nipple pasties. Yeah. Then neon. Yeah. Then uh probably leopard print. Yeah, for sure. In all different shapes and sizes and whatever, whatever you want. Yeah. You want a heart, you want yeah. a star, you want a marijuana leaf, whatever you want. It's all on there. You want a <laughs> marijuana leaf with your nipple on it? We can do that for you. <laughs> of course. In this day and age, we're yeah. just... I, there was, regardless of why I was looking into this, but I found that you can get custom condoms made. You can get like con, like condoms with custom packaging. So we could sell Pure Boys. Well, no, we couldn't actually. We'd never get that Pure Flick sponsorship if we sold custom condoms. But maybe, no. we, maybe we could get custom abstinence pamphlets or something like that. <laughs> yeah, that's the only thing that uh, keeps kids abstinent is pamphlets. Exactly. Save it for marriage, and only then can you do it, but then only to have children. And then once you've had children, lop it off. You're done. Yeah, you can raw dog. You can <laughs> You can do whatever you want when you're married. Yeah, yeah, that's what you're waiting for. You're just like, ah, oh, I just, I can't wait till I'm married so I can raw dog. That's <laughs> 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 Apparently, uh, Joel Smallbone uh, <laughs> saved, uh, for marriage. He he was abstinent for three years before he got married. That's not that long. Like, what what do you mean? That's so long. Abstinent for three. Oh oh, he was in a relationship. I was he like, he was with his right girlfriend. <laughs> Sorry, I thought you meant like he was <laughs> from the time he was born <laughs> to the time he got married. <laughs> Gee, Joel was abstinent for 25 years. Can you believe that? What a strong man. <laughs> From the time he met his wife until he got married, he he was abstinent. Yeah, I don't they, think they even kissed. They they kissed. Yeah, they they kissed tip for sure. Like they they definitely did other stuff. For you think sure. they dry humped? Well, here's the thing. He, you're either you're either busting nuts on your own or you're having wet dreams. So w choose which one you want to do. Choose which one is e easier to clean up. How about that? All abstinence educations. Do you think they did tantric stuff where they like <laughs> faced each other and like didn't touch, but they kind of touched? Right. Do you think they edged for three years? Do you think they have that in Australia? Edging or tantric? Yeah. Edging. Well. <laughs> We're gonna have to re-record this whole episode. This this morning energy is weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's very sexual. <laughs> well, I blame your wallpaper. I blame I blame your background <laughs> image. <laughs> My wallpaper. Well, is don't Malibu Dan. Well, <laughs> that's what I mean. Yeah, you're blocking Malibu Dan, so all I can see is is Kate and Holiday St. Clair and Nicole. So yeah. it's a very Nicole, yeah. very sexual energy right now. And then Arlen's kind of creeping in the background. Yeah, so. when, when you move your head and it cuts away, I see Arlen <laughs> pop in. <clears throat> um, I mean, whatever. Yeah, Arlen, Roger Stiltz collects cheese puffs. 
Eddie. <laughs> They're all in the shape of different things. And he's got one that's in the shape of Harambe, which is like a, a joke they make on the show. And uh, and then he's got one that's shaped like Elvis on a scooter that's worth 1500 bucks on the open market. Meanwhile, again, Holiday is rolling her eyes at this guy when it's like, he just told you he has a cheese puff that's worth $1,500. And you're going to be like, nah, like whatever. This guy's a total dud. <laughs> Like he could, he could buy and sell you holiday with all of his cheese puffs. <laughs> yeah, this is only the cream of the crop. He's got thousands that look like probably holiday. <laughs> yeah, they all look like holiday, and he's just like your orange pasty skin. And you go, oh no, you hurt me! You hurt me with your words. But um, Dan just eats Elvis. He just grabs it out of his hand and eats it like like a lunatic. Yeah. The most convincing uh, eating scene that I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, he definitely doesn't just palm it and then put his hand by his side. Because that cheese puff <laughs> yeah. is made out of foam painted orange. A hundred percent. He looks like a birthday magician trying to <laughs> like hide a hanky or something. <laughs> That's a euphemism. <laughs> and somebody mentions how like... We got to do a good show or Bam Wallets is going to fire everyone. <laughs> yeah, Bam Wallets should fire everyone. Yeah, for sure he should. Especially considering Dan's excuse for why he was late. He was just like, oh, I couldn't find my car keys. And so I had to get an Uber here. And it's like, well, you have a cell phone. Why wouldn't you call the producer to tell him that you're going to be late? And also, yeah. what time were you leaving your home? An Uber takes like five minutes to get to your house. There's Ubers everywhere. Like, how did it take you uh, that long to get to work? Not in the Malibu, man. In the Boo, like, Ubers be taking 10 minutes. Fair enough. Boo Dan. Boo Dan, right? Yeah. Malibu <laughs> Dan. Exactly. Uh, we come back to their house, and their house is a is a mess. It's a pigsty. Yeah. There's, there's like, have... there's unidentifiable stuff everywhere. Like, there's clothing, and then there's just <laughs> stuff, and I don't know what it is. Yeah, there's a bunch of pencils just on the ground. Some mm -hmm. of them broken, some of them not. There's, like, a like a, like a hairy thing with sticks sticking out of it. I don't know what that is. <laughs> I have no idea what that means. I don't know what that means either. I don't know, yeah. But anyway, Kate just clears it all off the coffee table, and then we find out Emily's sick. She's homesick. And uh, which really makes like the next day bizarre for what Kate does. But so Emily's home sick, I guess, and she's like breaking glass in the in the kitchen because she's yeah. making slime. And she's she took Kate's like bottle of body spray and dumped it into the slime, and then just like I guess smashed the glass bottle on the ground. <laughs> like I don't know how she broke that glass. This girl be getting wild in the kitchen. Every scene with Emily in the kitchen, everything gets destroyed for some reason. Yeah, she's a hazard. She's a human tornado. <laughs> but she's very cute. She says she wants to make the slime smell uh, pretty like Kate's face. That's right, yeah. And and the audience goes, aww. The fake audience aww. goes, aww. Aww. <laughs> and so, you know, Kate's like annoyed. And she's like, get on my back. I'm going to carry you out of the kitchen. <laughs> get in my papoose. I need to, to get you out of here. We hear, like, whoop, whoop. And Kate's like, or Amy Lee's like, daddy's home. And 
but like how how did he he doesn't have his keys he ubered to work to signify him getting home there's the blip blip uh signifying that like he uh locked his car and came in the house when he comes in the house he puts his keys away (laughs) and then puts his jacket on the coat rack yeah and then i was like okay so he got his car at some point but immediately afterwards he says something about like he had to take an Uber to work, and he does. He still doesn't know where his keys are, even though he just locked his car, yeah. and he just put them away. Continuity. What are you doing? Tommy Blaze, tighten it up. All right? Tighten it up, Tommy Blaze. We got... Continuity, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, Dan walks into the house and goes, what smells like a bucket of rotten gardenias? And that really rattles Kate. She is not thrilled with that. But in his defense... That would be a very strong smell. Like, to yeah. to break an entire bottle of that stuff would be overwhelming. So, of course, he's going to, you know, razz her about it. Yeah, the continuity in this part is a tight tit-tat because they would be used to the smell already. He'd be coming in and the most offensive uh, smell in the world, rotten gardenias, <laughs> would hit his nose. <laughs> and he's got to say something. I don't know what it is about that line. It's like it it's overwritten is how it feels to me. This smells like a bucket of rotten gardenias. It's like <laughs> there's no human being on earth that would say all of those words together, I don't think. Unless they were a florist, in which case, sure, there's a chance for that. Do you think Dan's a secret florist that we don't know about? I don't want to make any assumptions about Dan. That guy is going <sighs> to cut our paychecks in a few years, so... A few months, sorry. <laughs> Yeah, I think he's living a double life. Well, exactly. So they send Kate to bed, or they send they send Kate. They should send Kate to bed. They send Emily to bed, <laughs> and Kate and Emily, Kate and Dan, God, this, ugh, are just like snipping at each other. Like Kate is complaining about her day because she had a, a crazy day, and Dan's like, "Would you guys just sit around complaining all night?" Like he's just he's being <laughs> such a jerk to her, and she's being such yeah. a jerk to him, and so. He's like, all right, I'm leaving. <laughs> like, I'm just, he's like, well, I, she's like, supper's been ready for an hour. And he's like, well, you know, I, uh, I, I ate on the way home, which like, again, you got your Uber to stop somewhere to eat. <laughs> and he could have called easily or yeah. texted. Yeah. He was in an Uber for presumably an hour or so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It takes a long time to get, uh, from here to there in the boo. <laughs> Well, or like a pager message or something. Right? Yeah, or <clears throat> send her like a Facebook friend request or whatever. Just you could have texted your wife, Dan. Is all we're saying. We're never going to get through this episode. We're at the eighteen minute mark. We're almost at nineteen <laughs> minutes. We have so much runway; it's crazy. We'll we'll get through it. You're right. You're right. Um, Dan Dan's like, I'm gonna go for I'm gonna go for a drive. Which again, you don't know where your car keys are. <laughs> She's like, I'm going to go for a drive, a.k.a. I'm going to go jay off on the side of the highway in my car, most likely. Which Yeah, in and, the treehouse. Yeah, and Kate goes, well, don't expect me to wait up for you when you get home. And he goes, who said anything about coming home? It's like, bro, <laughs> you guys have not, this is not a fight. You don't, don't storm out on your daughter and your wife because your wife had a bad day and snipped at you a little bit. Like, just cool it, man. Pray on it or something. Yeah, to, like, go from just being a little snippy at each other to leaving for the entire night is a little little bit too much escalation. Right? Who said anything about coming home? Well, where are you going to go? Well, it turns <laughs> out he just slept in Emily's treehouse all night. <laughs> like, like, he's 
like he's Millhouse's dad. Like he's just a just a loser. <laughs> yeah, that tracks. Yeah, that tracks a long way. Like I just it's such a weird choice to be like I'm um, instead of coming home instead of sleeping on the couch instead of like hiding out and waiting for everyone to go to sleep and then sleeping on the couch because I'm mad. I slept in my daughter's treehouse, and I win somehow. <laughs> somehow, I'm the victor in all of this. <laughs> I mean, at least go to your work and like sleep in your office or something, or print divorce pa- papers. <laughs> yeah, hire an Uber, get him to drive around for eight hours while you sleep in the back of the car. Now we're talking. Yeah. Hey, that's living la vida loca. Hey, Uber driver, drive me to your house. I'm sleeping on your couch tonight. <laughs> I paid for this service. <laughs> I will give you five stars and a hefty tip if you drive me and let me sleep at your house. And uh, you know what I mean by hefty tip, don't you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I know what you mean. I don't agree with it. Um, so the next day, Dan isn't home. Dan still isn't home. And so nope. Kate and uh, Farty Marty's wife are there, and they're like, talking about what happened and so kate tells us like her story of the events that happened that led him to leave his house and in it she's just like a she's a princess and and emily's a princess and dan is like a barbarian (laughs) like it's such a weird (laughs) weird characterizations yeah he's a caveman uh for some reason cheese puffs are involved but they were never there during the fight at all well he mentioned he mentioned something about the cheese he ate a fifteen hundred dollar cheese puff at work which like presumably he would have to pay for that then like he ate that guy's cheese puff you're on the hook for that dan I think Bam Wallace is on the hook for that, and I don't, I don't, another reason why he should fire him. I, I kind of, you know, maybe, but I, I feel like that. If I was Bam Wallace, I'd be like, "You're paying for that, bro. I'm not paying fifteen hundred dollars because you got the munchies." But okay, so you're at work and you spill a bucket of oil. You think the company is going to charge you for that bucket of oil, or they're just going to eat the cost? Well, now hold on. If I'm at work and an oil salesman comes in selling the most fancy oils imaginable and I dump an entire bucket I intentionally dump a bucket of his fancy oil onto the ground yes I think the company would make me pay for that oil in that case what if you just assume that you had to drink that bucket of oil (laughs) Like like in the Fast and the Furious where they dump oil in that guy's mouth you know what I'm talking about yeah exactly but for fun well, man, it was for fun in that movie too. Um, yeah, okay. In that case, if I had to, if I had to live on oil, if I was a robot man and I had yeah, to live okay. on oil, okay. Now we're now we're getting into the meat and potatoes of this. If I was yeah. a robot and I had to live on oil, and an oil salesman came into my auto body shop to sell us fancy oils, and I instinctively grabbed a bucket of his fancy oil and chugged it down. I still think I would be on the hook for that. I still don't think the company would pay for that. No, I think the salesman's boss has to eat the charge on that. The salesman's boss? <laughs> Not yeah. my boss? The guy, the oil salesman's boss? Yeah. Oh, my God. They're never coming to your business ever again, pal. Even though you have an automaton that works for you, it's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. Kate's version of this event is stupid because she's like, "I prepared cheese puffs for my for supper for my family," but this is her fantasy version of what happened. 
So in yeah. her fantasy, she's still a bad, like, she still is, like, a bad partner in that, like, I prepared cheese puffs for supper. Well, no thank you. I grabbed an in and out on the way home, and I got my Uber <laughs> driver a shake. I'm a really nice guy. Yeah, you got him a shake, all right. Yeah. <laughs> there are three sides to every story. His, <laughs> hers, and the screenshot. Screenshot. <laughs> Have you ever heard that before in your life? No. Well, yes, once. Malibu Dan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but other than that, ling times I've heard that. But anyway, yeah. Yeah. So there's, uh, you know, Kate's side of the story, which is, you know, piss. Yeah, utter and then, nonsense. And Jess, like, calls her out on it yeah. right away. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. And is like, well, that sounds like horse pucky. And yeah, that's, which that- is kind of great. Yeah, good friend. Smart friend. Yeah, great she, friend. Well, she's used to fighting with Farty Marty, so she understands. She can tell when someone's lying to her. Yeah. She knows how to rip that big chain. <laughs> yeah, that's a euphemism. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Dan is at work telling his side of the story, which, again, presumably he Ubered to work. <laughs> like, yeah. don't you have a spare set of keys, Dan? Don't you have, like, we... We have two two sets of keys. One set for me, one set for my wife. If I lose my set of keys, she's got a set of keys. <laughs> I lost my extra set of keys, and it drives me insane Ooh. every day. You're a real Malibu Dan. I really have ripped this house to shreds trying to find my spare set of keys. You've really brought up demons in my life, <laughs> and I don't know how to deal with them right now. Did, uh, did you check the vents? I did. I vacuumed the vents. I okay. checked the vents. I did a vent check. Well, much like Malibu Dan, did you check your pockets? I didn't check my pockets. Check your left no, pants pocket. Well, check your pockets anyway. Pockets. Oh, okay. All right. Well, fine. <laughs> so in Dan's version of the story, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Emily is Tiny Tim, and yeah. Kate is some slumlord. Like a gross hillbilly. <laughs> yeah. She's like, oh, I, it looks good on her. Like it does look good on her, but she's got like a weird voice too, where she's like, "I didn't make no supper and blah blah blah." It's like, why are you talking? Why? Why in your fantasy is Kate this repellent monster woman? I don't get it. Don't you love your wife? Are you like Chris Rock? She's, I think I love my wife. She's fatty buckle. Yeah, true enough. <laughs> she's got a fatty belt buckle. Uh, so yeah, his wife is gross. His daughter is like poor. And uh, she throws a, too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. She's got a bunged leg, and she's hungry. <laughs> and then Kate throws Dan out of the house because he calls her my love twice instead of thinking of a different name for her. Yeah. And and Arlen or Reggie and Holiday are like, all right, that sounds legit. That sounds good. <laughs> no, they think the story is bullcrap too. I know, but we got like like three minutes left. We have so yeah. much episode to get through. No, we don't. That's true. No, we don't, actually. There's really not much interesting that happens in the back half here, except for when Dan is in his office and Reggie is in there, ta- or Nicole's in there talking to him, on the TV in the background is just, like, advertisements for this company called American Law Television with a real phone number displayed on the screen prominently. <laughs> and so I googled that phone number and it's for a production company called commercialproduction.tv which is the company that made that like B-roll that's playing on the TV behind him. It's so <laughs> weird. I don't know why they did that. 
Yeah, why do they have a TV there? Why do they have anything on it at all? Yeah. It's uh, very Turn it weird. off. Turn it off. You don't need a thing on there, but got to give out work to these people, so I get it. Yeah, you got to make those Muco Dolores. Mm-hmm. Uh, should we wrap? Well, we, have, we got two minutes. Should we wrap this up quick? Well, yeah, they both uh, decide they're wrong and make dinners for each other. Yep. Kate makes a picnic of chicken wings, potato salad, watermelon, and cupcakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're packing the cupcakes, and that scene is really weird because they're handing cupcakes back to each other, Emily and Kate. And at one point, Emily goes, doesn't Dad hate picnics? Yeah. <laughs> and Kate goes, uh-huh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and they just kind of, you know, stuff it under the rug and yep. keep on going. Well, I like his I like his rationale for why he hates picnics. Well, we own a house. Why would we own a house if we're just going to eat on the ground? It's like, well, for fun sometimes. We're not saying every meal is a picnic, Dan. Just every once in a while it's fun to do. Yeah, eating on the ground is fun. It's super fun. It brings us back to our roots. Yeah, exactly. It bring, we find, Sometimes you lay down on the ground, you find your DVD copy of Roots under the couch. And you're like, I know what we're watching this weekend. <laughs> roots, 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 roots. roots. <laughs> So Dan, Reggie, Nicole, and Holiday uh, go to Dan's house to make a supper for Kate. Mm-hmm. And it consists of wings, <laughs> deviled eggs, pretzels, watermelon, and pie. And chocolate. Lots of chocolate on yeah. like a like a three-tiered stand. Yeah, those look so good. The chocolates? No, they didn't. They looked terrible. Yeah. They were like chalky white. They looked awful. They looked like they were 100 oh, years old. Those chalky white things are good. They're soft and the chalkiness. Oh. Ugh, agree to disagree. I'd I'd rather eat pretzels than eat those. That's how that's how much I hate them. I think the pretzels were just put on there so because Holiday had to be eating something during the scene. Yeah, and she was like, "I don't want to eat watermelon or <laughs> these crappy chocolate treats." Yeah, for like, sure, just put pretzels on the table. <laughs> um. So, oh yeah, the other thing we should mention is even though Emily was sick the day before, Kate takes her out of school early the next day to go on a picnic. She had a little tickle in her throat. This was pre-COVID and all that. True. People just went places and they were sick all the time. Uh, So anyway, the two two parties miss each other. Mm -hmm. Kate goes to work and Dan and his friends go to the house and they miss each other. And Dan's like, I don't know where (laughs) my wife is. And then he looks on the fridge and sees a grocery list and goes, I know where my wife is at work. And they go... All right. How did you figure that out? Is this where you go for picnics? <laughs> what a weird, what a weird way to figure out where your family is. But that's where they are. And then uh, uh, he shows up with just a jug of slosh, just a gross jug of sewer water. I don't know what it is. It's pink lemonade, baby. Looks gross. But he goes. <laughs> him and it looks Kate. So good. Him and Kate make up, and he says, uh, "Don't let your son go down on your anger." <laughs> and his what, oh yeah no sorry don't let the sound <laughs> genuine <laughs> genuine misspoke there couldn't understand why I was laughing and we we're like oh oh yeah your son don't go down on your son in anger <laughs> of course only out of love and um so yeah then he's like ah this is uh don't go down on your son in anger. That's advice from Paul, whose words will last longer than any meme. Who? Which Paul do you think? Paul Anka? Uh, Paul Reiser, I think. It's in one of his fatherhood books. 
Yeah, his uh, godly book. <laughs> yeah, his godly book, Don't Let Your Son Go Down on You in Anger, by Paul Reiser. <laughs> Pierre Flix, hit you. us up. I love you. We love you. We love you. Yeah, there we go. Malibu Dan. Malibu Dan. Oh, but there's a post credit scene on this episode. Nicole wakes up in the kitchen and is like, where is everyone? And then she eats some food, and then that's the actual end of the episode. Malibu Dan. Malibu Dan.